0: just because you're the boss now doesn't mean that you actually should forget about all the things that you're doing well when you're an employee because it could actually help you in growing your own business. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 106. I get to spend my time coaching a lot of business owners, both one-to-one and in my 90-day mastermind groups that have had really successful careers before embarking upon the exciting journey of being their own boss. And I love it because there's a big shift that can happen and often needs to happen for you to truly think like, feel and act like a business owner rather than being an employee and that includes things like you are the person that ultimately sets the strategy and the direction of your business. You are the one that gets to make the decisions whereas in the corporate world typically there would have been people above you or a board of directors or multiple layers between you and other people that really had that direction or the strategy around what are they doing. And also when it comes to accountability When you're an employee, you were accountable to deliver your targets, your role to your team, but also to your boss or your division or people, again, who you reported to and effectively are accountable to. So yes, that is different from when you are growing your own business, but there are still things that you can bring from your experience to date that got you to where you are right now when you are your own boss. And this is something that I have noticed over the years, that when people actually take that plunge, when they leave their job and they go, right, this is it. This is me committing to growing my own business, particularly full time. What I often notice is that they can sometimes feel like they have to leave who they were at the door when they move on. And then they don't sometimes give themselves that credit or that recognition for all the skills and experience and the knowledge that they have from previous roles that would actually serve them in a really positive way in their own business. Granted, it might have to be tweaked and might have to change to fit in with what they're doing now. But in today's podcast episode, I'd like you to really tune back into what you've got from previous roles and previous experience that can help you in what you're doing now especially if you are looking to grow your business. So the first one is deadlines. So taking me back to my corporate days, I worked in Marks & Spencer's as a HR manager and then a regional training manager. And then I worked in Lloyd's TSB as it was at that time in a number of project roles, HR roles, training roles, commercial relationship roles as well. And all of the projects that I was involved in had deadlines. They had deliverables. And I met those deliverables. I was really focused on what actually had to happen. And I was part of a leadership program. So I wanted to basically do as well as I could because it would have a big impact on future roles, future direction and career for me. And obviously my path did change when I then came across NLP and decided to actually leave the corporate world and start my own business over 13 years ago. But the reason why I'm telling you this in terms of deadlines is most of us, if we had a successful career, would have met and smashed those deadlines. But how many times in your business, and again, put your hand on your heart when answering this, do you sometimes give yourself a little bit more leeway? Because again, you're the boss there, right? So there are times you can change deadlines. So I am absolutely giving you permission to do that because you have to sometimes make hard decisions. But when you're the boss, especially in a small organization, if you don't have a team around you, it can be really easy to go. Do you know something? I'll just push that back. No one's going to notice. No one's going to really be telling me off. You're not really accountable to a boss or somebody else. And that's actually why accountability makes a huge difference still. And when I'm coaching my clients and in my 90 day mastermind, a big part of the program is about helping my clients to figure out what are they doing so that they can still thrive in that type of environment to go. That's what I'm saying I'm doing. That's what I'm going to be questioned around to make sure I am performing and I am delivering around that. Because without that, I've seen people drift and I'm talking about myself in this as well, where you can go, yeah, it's a goal, but, you know, I'll get around to it someday. And it just doesn't have that same impetus as well. So think back to how were you in your career around meeting deadlines, setting deadlines and actually delivering around deadlines. And then compare that to what you're like currently in your business. And it might give you a little bit of a kick to say, come on, you are a person that would deliver, that got things happening. And are you doing that in your business currently? Or where might you have to pull your socks up as well? And what mechanisms can you put in there to have a little bit more of that accountability? Also think back to the way that you worked in the corporate world or in your career. Especially in those roles that you felt really successful in and you enjoy doing as well. If I think back to the roles that I really enjoyed, it was when I had team working happening. So I had a team of people around me. I felt I was part of a team. Relationships made a huge difference in terms of the way that I would deliver and collaborate and work with other people and departments. So that was really important. And really having something that was tangible. I enjoyed it when I had that accountability. So it was like, right, what do I have to deliver for my store as a HR manager What was I to deliver in terms of the projects I was accountable for as well? Because without having that, I would sometimes kind of drift a bit. So I know how important it is for me in my business to bring some of that in here to go. What's the clarity around my direction? But also back in the corporate world, I used to really like having progression. It's one of my values that gets ticked off as well. But when I was my own boss, I didn't really have that at the start of my business because I set my goals, I then smashed my goals, especially delivering NLP courses. And then I got to that point, I was like, "Mm, now what? (laughs) Because I was so used to, again, from my previous career to have that, right, you do this, then you get a bigger job, you get more accountability, then you get to that next level. So because that was missing and I knew that I used that to thrive in the corporate world, I then was able to bring that into the way that I now operate my business and have since I had that realisation. So think about that again for you. What were some of the things that helped you really shine or really make things happen in the corporate world? And are you doing that right now? And I was reflecting upon this only last week when... I actually recognised that I did really well. I'm proud of my corporate career. I actually finished a graduate programme in Marks & Spencer's. There was a big restructure. And the role that I wanted to have in five years' time, I actually got within 12 months where I rolled off the graduate programme. And it was great because I quickly realised that it's not the role that I really wanted. So I didn't waste five years going after a job only to get there to go as this it? But the reason why I'm sharing this with you is the, why did I get that role? Why did I effectively get that bigger responsibility? It was because I just knuckled down. I didn't really get distracted by what other people were doing, what the other graduates were doing. And I just did everything I could to learn, to learn from other people, to help as much as I can and really to take action. And a lot of times it was taking action in an environment where there was a lot of unknowns. So I'd be going into being the HR manager in big disciplinaries or grievances and internally I'm thinking I have no idea what I'm doing. I was managing a big recruitment campaign in Edinburgh only after I think six to seven weeks of joining Marks and Spencers. Again feeling out of my comfort zone. But a lot of that being stretched effectively out of my comfort zone helped me to actually deliver and that then helped me to effectively get a role and a promotion at the end of the program. So how can that help me in my business or how has it helped me in my business more importantly? Well, I know that I don't necessarily have to be the loudest person in my industry for me to deliver results and to do what I enjoy doing. That's not the way I operated in the corporate world, but I still did really well there. Does that make sense? I didn't come up with the most innovative, creative ideas all the time. I was very much looking at how to learn from other people, how to just get my teeth stuck in and learn from doing. So, again, that's how when I think about the way that I've grown my business, a lot of that's been brought in there. So that's why I'm encouraging you to look at what has worked for you, particularly in the corporate world that you can bring into what you're doing right now. And you can even think back to what type of commercial decision making or savviness around business that you learned from that corporate world or your career And it might look different. So for me, it looks quite different in terms of the numbers and the focus of what I talk about in my business compared to when I was a project manager or a HR manager. But really, ultimately, it was still about how do I meet budgets? How do I focus on terms of growth? And how do I look at costs around people and absence and sickness, etc? And a lot of that was down to what are the numbers telling me? Is there progress or what do I need to do to focus and help to basically get those numbers either going up or down? So again, bring that into your business. Do you have KPIs? Do you have like a dashboard or something that just allows you to know, right, what progress am I making? And as if you were to have a performance review with your boss that you can go, here's my targets, where am I and what needs to be improved? And where can I be totally proud of? Because I'm really accelerating in. So again, don't forget that commercial or the business savviness that I'm sure you already have and bring that into your business. Business can be really tough, especially when you're so passionate about something that's personal to you. And I'm also sure that you've had situations in the past in your corporate career where you've had tough times. Again, when you reflect upon that around some tough decisions that you might have been part of or tough times, you can look back at that and think about, well, what can I learn from that? How can that help me? So again, there was really tough times where I was especially young at the start of my career. Where I was having to dismiss people, do things like ill health dismissals around capability as well, recruitment issues, restructuring, all these things and it was dealing with humans. But the big thing for me was about, okay, even no matter how hard I thought the situation was, I got past it. I learned from it. I was able to deliver it. Nothing was disastrously wrong. So when I've had to make tough decisions or have tough conversations with people, both clients or suppliers or people I was collaborating with in my business journey since then, even thinking back to, okay, man, you've done things like this before. The context might be different. The topics might be different but you have got experience around that. And tuning into that can give you that little bit of that spark or tap into those resources that you've got to go, even though it might be different, it's fine. Bring that experience, bring that confidence, bring that level of actually action that you've taken into what you're doing right now. So again, think about some of the tough times that you've had, that you've navigated through, that you've helped other people through. And when they going gets get stuff in your business, Remember that. Remember what you're capable of and even some of the tangible skills and see, well, actually, how can I bring that into what you're faced with at the moment? Also, think back to the things that you didn't like doing in those roles. And again, are you spending too much time doing that in your business at the moment? This is where knowing your entrepreneurial superpower and your personality makes a huge difference. So, you've heard me bang on about this if you've listened to any podcast episodes before. And if you don't already know which of the eight type of entrepreneurs you are using the Wealth Dynamics test, then I would strongly recommend that you find that out so that you can spend your time on doing the roles or the skills in your business that plays most to your strength. So if I think back to some of the roles that I didn't particularly enjoy in the corporate world, that was down to skills or talents that actually go against my superpower in terms of lots of reporting, a lots of creativity, brand new strategy, particularly it's not the thing that I love completely, or when things were such at a high level conceptual discussions that I'd get really frustrated because I'd be like, oh, how is that going to actually happen? I enjoyed really delivering on projects or working on projects that were a bit more tangible and I was able to get stuck in and even get my hands dirty around it. So when I think about that in terms of my business, that's why I love working with my my business coaching clients, both one-to-one and in the 90 day mastermind, because I get to really work closely with them to go, let's figure this out. Where are you getting in your way? How do we help you overcome those obstacles? So it's not just all theoretical. It's not just all here's some concepts, go and do it yourself. Because that doesn't really play to my strengths. And again, thinking back to some of the roles I've had in the past, it's so obvious when I reflect upon that. Even to the point of, I don't necessarily need to have a lot of freshness in my business. So things don't have to be completely changing every single day. This again goes back to knowing your entrepreneurial superpower. So if you want to find out more about wealth dynamics and what your superpower is, then there will be a link in the show notes here and you can find out more about that at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash 106. But the reason why I tell you that is because even one of my first earlier jobs that I had when I was at university, it was working in IKEA and Sainsbury's as a checkout and customer service supervisor. And I loved that role because it got me to be in front of customers. It got me to be in delivery mode. I loved the nature of that role in terms of I was managing people, I was managing a shift, I didn't know what was going to happen but it was lots of moving parts but it was very much in the here and now, that short term type of focus. I wasn't having to think too much around well where's the vision in five years time or what's happening in that way and even for example I would finish a shift, I'd go in the next day, some of the rhythm and the routine was actually the same. But what I liked was the the actual people, the interaction that made it different. And that's why people often ask me to say, Sman, you still work with one-to-one clients. You have delivered NLP courses at the start. And I think I delivered about 60 plus, seven day NLP practitioner courses as well. They're like, do you not get bored? And I'm like, No, because I don't necessarily need to have that much variety because that doesn't play to my superpower as being a trader profile from Wealth Dynamics. But knowing that allows me to recognise how do I build my business around it. So again here, think about what you liked and also what you didn't necessarily like back in your previous roles so that you can weave that into what you're doing just now and what your plans are. And also think about your bosses that you've had in the past. What were the bosses that you really admired that got the best out of you and what were the bosses that you've really found frustrating? I'm sure there may be a couple on both sides of the spectrum. So for me I had bosses that really got the best out of me because they were supportive. They really challenged me in a positive way but they genuinely cared about what I was doing. They were genuinely interested in that way as well. They didn't let me off the hook. They kept me accountable. So Even knowing that and how that helped shape my focus, my actions and my career, then it really does help me to go, how much of that am I currently doing to myself, being my own boss, but also from the coaches that I've had over the years and that I currently have, I make sure that those coaches, yes, they're not my boss, but they've got those skills as well because I know that those are the type of skills or the type of coaches that really get the best out of me. But also what were the bosses that didn't really work well for me or I found frustrating? It would be the bosses where we'd have a whole meeting or a planning day and we'd figure out what we're doing. I'd feel like we're clear on that and then we'd go away. They'd come back a week later and say, oh, I've changed my mind and then they'd completely changed tact and you didn't know where you were coming or going or it just felt a bit like, "Oh, seriously, you're being indecisive. You don't have that certainty in that way. That used to frustrate the life out of me and also those that were really last minute that they would go oh can you just do that for me or they spring a new deadline and it just wasn't really thought out as well. But are you that kind of boss to yourself? So for example are you springing last minute things on yourself and actually that used to frustrate you? Did you used to get frustrated by a boss that would completely change directions all of the time but actually are you doing that being your own boss? sometimes? Observations like this can really help us to basically get out our way even more. So I really would encourage you to look back, take a plotty history around your career and think about what can you learn that would still be really valuable to you currently in your world as a business owner. As I said at the start, there will be things that will be different from when you were an employee to when you are the business owner. And yes, you want to embrace that and just take the opportunity to be that boss. But remember, you don't have to let go of all that experience, all those talents and all those skills. They can often really help complement you on this fun journey that you're on at the moment. So I hope you found that helpful and that you do take that trip down memory lane. And I would encourage you to make sure that you are getting out your way so that you don't have to make your business growth harder than it needs to be. If you haven't already taken the updated free get out your way quiz, then please do head over to rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash quiz, where in less than two minutes, you will get to see where your current obstacles are and also where you currently are focusing in a really positive way around your design, your mindset and strategies in your business. And then it will allow you to see, right, so what can you do to help you to focus your energy, your time, your attention to help yourself grow your business? So I look forward to being back with you next week with another episode of the Get Out Your Way podcast. So until then, take action and make sure that you are doing all you can to focus your attention and your business on the right things are going to make the difference for you and your business. Bye for now.